So, Merry Second Christmas. Merry Second Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I hope you can make it through these. <laughs> I'll definitely try. Yeah. So, you've got the worst of it. So, they're coming out on Thursday to replace that windshield or the rear windshield on the uh, Prius. And yeah, well, I was like, okay, but it's going to be raining on Thursday, but we have to just tarp it up and just get it over. So slowly but surely, everything's coming back to being real. It was nice. Nikki got up this morning. She's like, just walked in, took a shower like a normal person. I just kind of laughed about it. But at the same time, yeah, I get it, you know. And uh, we all got, we're in different phases of the head cold. I think you're now where I was yesterday. Yeah, I always, I always get sick after everybody. It's always how it is. Everybody Stupid else, immune system. It, it's annoying. Everybody else will get sick and then I'm just, you know, riding through. But then last night it started to get bad and I did not get good sleep at all. And because I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I kept waking up feeling like I was going to choke because I couldn't breathe. So now I'm just it's that I'm tired, it's not helping, but right. that my throat it doesn't like hurt, but I can feel my tonsils wanting to be sore. But I think it's just because I was breathing through my mouth. I had gotten up, well, I, you know, for like the fourth time at like five this morning and I was sick of it. Okay, I realized that was you. Yeah, okay. I realized what my problem was is that because in the cold in the winter time in Texas, because of every our bodies are now used to it being humid when oh, it's yeah. not humid during winter, it messes me up. So yeah, I when couldn't petting breathe. the cats and the first sticks and it's staticky. Yeah. But I couldn't breathe because the air was too dry. And it still mm. is. So I went downstairs and boiled a pot of water and sat with my head in front of it for like 20 minutes. And it completely cleared everything up. And I was finally able to get some sleep. But by the time I had woken up again two hours later, it was just it was the same problem. So that's my issue is that I need a humidifier. But our mm-hmm. rooms everywhere are all too big for one to even work. Yeah. So you have to sleep in your own closet. <laughs> and not mine. <laughs> Which we call it a kitchenette, but that's just a big closet. That thing's bigger than my first apartment in the city. So it's crazy. Yeah, no. We literally have to, you know, we have to get, we we just have to go get one of those facial steamers that you put a towel over. Yeah. And go with that and just alternate that. We can do that after this. So. We, I can barely walk. I'm so tired. Okay, I can go <laughs> do that after this and, and uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So. <sighs> but slowly and surely, like I, I didn't get to sleep until three o'clock. But what I the reason was because at two forty five, two forty five, I was in the kitchenette because, you know, me, if I don't sleep, I get hungry. So I go into the kitchen at two forty five. I go look on the shelves and you know what I see? Uh, A twin pack of NyQuil. Oh, and I was like, oh, there we are. And so I took a shot of NyQuil and then reminded myself why it's called NyQuil. Because they can only allow it to be two syllables. Because by the time you get to that third syllable, you are out. And I crashed out hard. And then 
I had a fever dream of you going into the bathroom. Oh, I, I did go into the bathroom. So, so the, yeah, so that was really a thing. And, I went uh, to the bathroom like three times because I know that whenever I get sick like this, I get dehydrated because I don't want to consume anything. So I was downing water the moment that I felt like I was going to get sick. So I had to pee so much last night. Mm. Yeah. So that was, but I took that NyQuil. And like right now I'm even still on that NyQuil shake uh-huh. afterwards. And that's kind of fun. I showed up at the uh, insurance company and she was like, you okay? And I was like, oh yeah, I just got stuff going on. Anyway, with all of that said, good morning and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. And by two people who are in various stages of sick. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get on with our national day today. And we're going to be short, like we said, uh, if you paid attention or if you listen to our other podcasts, we're going to be short the next few days. And this is going to be no exception. There's a couple of national days, but as you can hear in Kiki's voice... Not up for her reading both days, so we're just going to go with one of the two. Um, what is the other one? National Chocolate cho- Candy Day. National Chocolate Candy Day. So we're not going to cover that one. We're going to cover the one I like better, which is... National Card Playing Day. So National Card Playing Day on December 28th encourages us to invite our friends to deal out a hand and play a game or two. In the 9th century, the Chinese began developing games using money and other paper objects. These early playing cards bear no resemblance to the sturdier European playing cards that emerged a few centuries later. Card games spread around the world in a variety of shapes and styles. From the elaborate mamluk designs of Mm -hmm. Egypt to the appearance of the first playing cards during the early Renaissance in Europe, the decks were divided into four suits of coins, cups, swords, and sticks or batons. It is from these four suits that today's modern decks of playing cards developed. Theories range how the suits converted to hearts, spades, diamonds, and clubs. One theory suggests the suits represent the different classes of the era. Clergy, aristocracy, military, and peasantry. In India, the ten-suited card game of Ganjifa became popular during the Mughal period. Traditionally, artists hand-painted a stunning scene on each of the 120 cards in the deck. A standard pack of cards may be used for playing a variety of card games with varying elements of skill and chance, some of which are played for money. Some of the top card games include spades, poker, solitaire, spite, and malice, hearts, spoons, gin rummy, ridge, blackjack, and Texas hold'em. I have never heard of ridge. Hmm. (laughs) Of course, there are thousands of card games, some of which are regional favorites. What's your favorite card game? Uh, Texas Hold'em. I have a feeling that that's a typo in there. And what they meant was bridge. Oh. That's okay. That's not you. That's the source we're reading it from. But bridge is a classic card game. And it's it originates back. I've also never heard of Spite and Malice. Um, yeah, you have. It's kind of like War. Oh, I've played War. Yeah. But I don't remember it. I, my auntie Des taught me how to play war. I remember really liking it because I ended up being really good at it. And I was really young. I don't remember it now. Oh. I remember because you have like three or four in the middle. And then you have two mm-hmm. on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've played that. Yeah. Except in ours, when you went to grab the card, you smacked down on it. And whoever smacked down on yeah. it first. Yeah. Well, see, me and my sister 
Oh God. Finding that time <laughs> to not get along because, you know, she was constantly getting me in trouble. Oh man. Yeah. We stopped playing that about the time that, you know, I started realizing what I could do, but, but, uh, the first game that I actually learned to play was called crazy eights. I have never played crazy eights. I don't think properly. Yeah. You, you know what I, I've since learned that crazy eights basically is huh? uno for poor people. Huh. Well, <laughs> I remember Well, the reason why I remember it is, is because I remember it being like its own deck of cards. Like mm-hmm. we were, I was a kid and me and my siblings got like four different decks of cards that all had different purposes. I remember getting a crazy eight deck of cards and the same thing with old maid. I don't remember it anything about old maid Mm -hmm. but i remember those two games in particular we had our like they were separate decks of cards even though you can play those games on a regular deck of cards but they had their own little game card for each one to tell you how to play i don't i don't remember i don't know i don't think we ever played crazy eights right i know we played old maid right but i don't remember it because like i said i was very little we 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 used to play a lot of card games and you know you get pretty good at at cards and when it's really not much else that you have and when uh, I first played poker I started playing poker I was playing around with playing poker and I learned you know uh, five five card stud five card draw seven card stud seven card draw and then when the hold'em world opened up to me I was like fascinated by it and I mean you see me I watch videos on hands and upsets and stats and you know, I I love actually doing that and watching that. And I used to play. I actually played for a while. Um, when we had SIA going, there was a place around the corner, um, around the corner, a couple miles away, that had uh, that a friend invited me to. He goes, "Oh yeah, I play. You know, I play poker there. They have it every Wednesday and Saturday." I'm like, well, I'm not going to go there on Saturday, but I'll try it on Wednesday. And I showed up there and I had only been playing like house tournaments and things like that. And, you know, just I had fun. Well, I'd also played. No, that's not true. Because, yeah, I, I played house tournaments, but I also played um, a lot of. Uh, wow. Uh, charity drives and charity. You know, they were play a poker tournament for charity. And um, there's a name for them and we used to have them. And every chamber of commerce in Sacramento um, had them. And so I meant several times a year. And there was also several different organizations that had them. And in those organizations, you would, if you won the tournament, you would donate the money that you won to the charity. But the charity would go into your company's name. So it was a tax deduction. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I won a lot because I just sat there. I just started getting to that point. And I found that the biggest way that I win, that I was winning in poker was because I didn't care. You know, and I would go, I walked into this Wednesday tournament, it's 50 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. It's 50 bucks. And I won my first tournament, nobody knowing who I was. So people were trying to figure out how I was playing, what system I was using. I had no system. I literally had no system. I was just watching and trying to do as many odds as I could figure out. And that was it. And just ended up being pretty good at it. I taught you guys last year. Yeah. And we had we had an absolute blast. That was a that one we did over the course of what two or three days. Yeah, I think so. And I have those holographic uh, chips. 
They're really, yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, so I have these holographic clay chips. They're really nice chips. And, uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. So had a lot of fun. Cards, I, I think, are the most diverse thing. I was I was always blown away by all my friends who were playing solitaire on their computer. And I was always such a penny pincher. I would go, okay, wait. It costs approximately $5 a day in electricity for your computer to run. Are you willing to pay $5 a day to play solitaire? I mean, no sense to me. My grandma got a computer because it had solitaire on it. But you, but solitaire is a car game. I just never knew how to set it up. And then you showed it to me and it's yeah. really not that hard. No. It's kind of dumb. I don't understand playing. I guess it's just that's a special kind of lazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's th- that and that's and, and it wasn't until then that people knew how to play spades and I had already known how known how to play spades. And so that was fun. And uh, yeah, no, I just I kind of I kind of giggle at how much like I know as far as card games go in those and Texas Hold'em, o- Omaha Hold'em. Um, I love I love the Hold'em games. I love playing those. Um, I found out there's it's it's not close enough, so. But there's one about 40 minutes away from here. I could go play in tournaments if I wanted to. And go have a blast doing it. But, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, so now, I get to talk a little bit. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about running my trucking company. Because in our trucking groups, everybody is blaming brokers, right? And everybody's, oh, these brokers are price gouging and, and screwing people over. But it's not just the brokers and I want to talk about that just a little bit um, I can do it with the load that we were just fighting with over this morning so I have a truck and it's sitting in Southern California right now okay and they just made their delivery and there was a load that was going to Pennsylvania and it was $7,600 okay so right in our wheelhouse and we were able to we'll be able to deliver that on Friday sounds good right so we call it up. It just posted and three other truckers called in at the same time. We offered to take it and they said, Oh, we got this other guy that's offering it for 7,400. Like seriously. Yep. $7,400. And we're like, okay, well that's fine. Go 70, 73. So they set a reverse bidding war basically on us. Ended up that some other guy came in and took it for $6,500. Literally just over the cost of fuel and labor. So he's going to run. I guarantee you what that is is a single guy who's going to run that load, ELD be damned, and is going to run it like a team and be the most dangerous person on the road. So because it's set up for a Thursday night delivery, which was ideal for us because we like our Fridays to be somewhere on the East Coast. So that we can do a couple of LTL loads and make our numbers, right? Yeah. So what's funny is that our dispatch sent me the whole conversation. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, my gosh, it has nothing to do with the, the of course, the broker is going to take the lower pay from somebody who's qualified, right? Yeah. So in that right there, we just watched that whole thing where the broker just made $800 by having three people on the phone and truckers are trying to blame brokers for being the ones price gouging. So let me just make this very clear. It's not the brokers. 
It's us, you fucking idiots. Literally bidding against each other. We called in. Somebody else got it. Okay. That was it. We weren't willing to go make that kind of battle. But that's what people are doing right now. So it's absolutely... It's just ridiculous. I'm going to talk more about it when I'm feeling a little bit healthier than this. But this is what I wanted to, to cover on that. And to update everything, we have finally, like I said, we you know, we have running water. Everything is normal. I don't know about you, but a nice hot Epsom, you know, salt bath sounds amazing. Yeah. That so. Sounds, yeah. It's <laughs> able to breathe and yep. it'll be warm. And I'll get you, I'll get you the dehumidifier. And or uh, not not de- no, no, I'm, no, sorry. I'm gonna make it drier in here. <laughs> Please don't. I'm gonna find a facial steamer or humidifier, and we can just do the facial soak method. When I was really poor, we used to I used to just boil a pot of water, and then put that pot on a pot holder, put the towel over that, and breathe in the steam from that. That's literally. I just I was just breathing straight steam because I needed it so. Oh, bad. for the oatmeal. No, when it, oh. that's what I said this morning. I went downstairs oh, at yeah, five thirty, yeah, yeah. at yeah. five in the morning, because I couldn't sleep, because I couldn't breathe, and so I went down there, boiled a pot of water, and just sat there breathing for like thirty minutes. Yeah, no, everything on my face is dry. It's absolutely crazy, but I'm gonna go out and get everything, get everybody taken care of. We are doing our second Christmas today, so nobody has to do anything. I do just because I can't sit down and do nothing. We've already established that the best way for me to relax is to get a lot of stuff accomplished. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we were able to get that and I'll get a load and then hopefully you guys will be able to join us this afternoon. Got a couple of things we're going to talk about. Nothing big. See our little shorter show today, this morning, but we're still dedicated to being able to keep the content up. Thank you for those of you who are keep reaching out, giving feedback. We really appreciate it. Please join us, especially our Facebook page. Um, seems to be a little on the, the lack side of all of our social media, but we would love to have you there and we would love you to Join us, and for those who are asking about Discord, maybe at some later later point, we'll we'll set up a Discord channel. But for right now, we, we're gonna stick with what we have, and we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, until then, this has been the stupid podcast on everything. Where I'm Joey, I'm Kiki, and we want to remind you that that which does not kill you is probably home recovering from a cold. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.